G'day listeners, welcome back to Full Metal Movie Reviews, it's your host Samboy, and this week we're doing another flashback episode, uh, the 1988 smash hit Child's Play, with me to discuss all things that are possessed demon dolls, is your favourite co-pilot, my favourite co-pilot, Ant. Ant, how are you bud? Oh thanks mate, you know, look, that means a lot you know to know that i'm your favorite also means a lot to know that i mean this was pretty much your suggestion man like you know you gave me 24 hours notice to say (laughs) hey we're recording a pod on thursday you've got two choices of movies i'm like well one i don't own and we won't get into the reason why i couldn't watch it because i might lose my cool and the other one uh was child's play which obviously i own every child's play and chucky movie that's that's available right now and so i was like yeah yeah let's do it and i Mm -hmm. Well, I thought that you would be like, mm, you might like it, you might not. So, very interested to hear what you have to say. What I have to say is this, all right? All right. This movie is one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Even better than Candyman? Fucking infinitely better than Candyman. Candyman sucks dick compared to this film. Whoa! This film is the best film I have ever seen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You love it. You love I'll it. I'll tell you why I love it so much. Go One, for it, man. It's utterly and incomprehensibly stupid. The whole premise is dumb. It's never played serious. The doll is hilarious. The leads are like, um, uh, I don't know, <laughs> just so atypical, but it's like cheesy and campy that you can't, like, you just put that all aside and you just go with it. The kid is the best. Um, the fact that it's only eighty minutes or whatever it is is like right in my wheelhouse. This is this this film goes for less time than a Game of Thrones episode. This is how much I like this film. If you give me a film that's wrapped up in eighty five minutes, or whatever the hell it is, including credits, you're gonna get it. You odds are you're gonna get a thumbs up from me. At least one thumbs up from me. I very, I love everything it. about it. I love the the the, the gratuity the gratuitous violence. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love the, the the Chicago cop that's just a fucking, you know, hard-hitting, you know, no-nonsense, no-bullshit-eating kind of guy, and he, against his better instincts, decides to reopen the file against that killer and um, and uh, against Charles, and he gets, he suddenly gets roped into it. I love it. I love, I love everything. I love the whole, the whole premise is so dumb that it's impossible not to like. Well, you know what, Sam? I mean... I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's dumb. I think it's a very realistic premise that could happen <laughs> to anybody on any given day. Um, I, you know, what I had a feeling that you might, I had a feeling you might like it because it has that sense of uh, '80s cheese that is um, contagious. Like it's got that that '80s feel. It's got the '80s everything. Like the first three minutes of this movie, while the opening credits are rolling is a shootout in a toy store. It's um, so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's you, so get dumb. The, you, you get the opening title as Brad Dorif's character is shooting <laughs> shooting at the cop yeah. and it's like and then all of a sudden you know he pulls some voodoo magic out and, and then shit gets crazy but uh, you know I will we will I will elaborate a bit on this movie because I think it's it's a very well done horror film, Before and I will. L- we're gonna go. I know you got to do the plot synopsis. I know you. Before have we to. even get to that, before we even get to that, before I said before we started that your mic levels are okay, but I reckon they're a bit sloughed. So do you reckon you can just turn up your mic just a fraction? All right. How's that? Just a little bit more. A little bit more. Ooh, uh, just a little bit. Ooh, uh, a little bit more. Ooh, uh, that should be all right now. Yeah, that's perfect. I'm having talking quiet. I'm looking looking at my levels because I know I come off hot sometimes, and you know I've got to bring it, got to bring it down for the audience. They got to listen to my velvety tones. No, that's good. Um, all right, plot synopsis. Oh, I gotta say also, the special effects in this are fucking phenomenal. Like the doll, Mm -hmm. as like, how did they even get that? How did they even do that in 1988? Well, actually, fun fact, and I'll give you this one now. I mean, there were some scenes where they had a little person um, doing it, but the... Mm. Um, the running the act- machine, because they never really yeah. showed his face. 
Yeah, well, the actor Andy. Um, He's also the kid double ups, is it? No, no, no. It's not the kid that doubles up. It's his kid sister. Oh yeah, right. So, so his sister uh, doubles up as a doll a couple of times. So that's a uh, there's a fun fact for you. Nice, but like, yeah, the doll, the, the facial expressions and stuff is pretty fucking cool. Mm. Um, all right, let's plot synopsis. All right, so let's take you back to 1988 Chicago. It's on the south side, the wrong side of the tracks. After a failed robbery attempt, um, uh, look, I'm, I can't go, even, <laughs> can't be bothered keeping that up. Basically, <laughs> basically, a hangman or whatever his name is uh, is a serial killer. He's on the run. His name's Charles Lee Ray. What did you just say? Hangman. He's called the Hangman, isn't he? Oh my god, he's the Lake Shore Strangler, man. Oh, the Lake Shore, Lake Shore Strangler, is on the run. And his name's Charles Lee Ray. Uh, there's a Southside cop um, who is fuck. I forgot the cop's name. Andy? No, that's a kid. Um, no, that's a kid. Who's the cop's name? What's the cop's name? Cop uh, it's Norris, isn't it? Mike Norris. Norris. <laughs> yeah, okay, Norris. Um, Detective Mike Norris. Mike's chasing Charles, and there's a shootout. Um, to get away from the cop, Charles uh, goes into a toy store uh, to hide out. Um, and basically, Mike gets a fatal shot on him, and as he's dying, um, Charlie... <sighs> He says some weird ass voodoo shit. Give me the power I beg of you. And when he does that, he basically transposes his essence, I guess, or life force into the doll. And the toy store explodes with lightning. Um, Mike survives, and so does the door. The door. Dolls, sorry. And. I think they find Charles' dead body, so Mike assumes that you know Charles is dead. Um, first question, I got mm-hmm. a few questions, and Go for it. as as we explain the plot. Yeah, that's what I'm here for, mate. <laughs> okay, so if this guy, I know he doesn't know he has the power, but if he has the power for voodoo, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you do it on a doll? And well, that means, does that power, If you can you do it on like a phone and you become a phone? <laughs> or can you do it on well, you like see, a... Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Sam. I knew you were going to ask me that question yeah. straight off the bat. So, I actually prepared a statement. So, <laughs> let me just pull statement. it up. Let me just pull it up. So, no, I didn't prepare a statement, but I did actually think about what I, what I would say in response. So, um, mm. to that, he, he's a voodoo practitioner. And <laughs> practitioner? Um, practitioner. He's a voodoo practitioner. He's at least a level three. All right. And um, this is a thing. I'm I'm bullshitting everybody. I've no idea. But he's a voodoo practitioner, right? And and he's fatally wounded in in a gun battle. Now he said clearly said, "I'm dying. I'm dying." And so, as a last minute resort, he transfers his soul into the only thing that he can see, which is a whole bunch of good guy dolls. So he transfers his his soul into the good guy doll. Now. He doesn't know too much because he has to get information later on down the track from the big voodoo dude, you know, which explains to him that he's turning human. He needs to transfer his soul to the first person he revealed himself to, blah, blah, blah. And so I guess his plan was become a doll now and live, then find Mr. Ooga Booga, find out what he needs to do to become human again, and then do that. So it's like a last-ditch resort. But also, my question to you is, why is yeah. a voodoo practitioner doing petty crimes? So sorry, he said that again, sir? <laughs> like, why is a voodoo practitioner like doing crimes like murder and stuff? Shouldn't he be like, I don't know, doing voodoo dolls to like the president of the United States and then like, I don't know, yeah. doing shit like that. But anyway, he's, he's a level three. He's a level three. He's new to it. He's new to it. So anyway, that's, that's to answer your first question. All right. Well, whatever. As soon as that happens and the fact that it's so cheesy and campy, I'm like, you have my attention. And with the lightning storm and whatever, I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, I'm into this. I'm into this. So then, well, the plot, let's uh, tick this thing along. So the following day, um, Karen Barclay, um, she is the protagonist, I guess, in the film. Um, she's a mother of uh, Andy, a little p- a kid. I guess he's, I don't know, how old is he in the film? Did they actually say his age? Uh, six, I believe. All right, so he's six years old. Um She's living in a fucking dope-ass apartment in Chicago. It looks really nice. And 
Um, in Chi Town. Chi Town. Chi Rock. And um, the, <laughs> they introduced the kid, and he's obviously a good kid because what he's doing is making breakfast for his mum. Actually, I think he's a bit of a dirtbag because it's. Listen, it's his birthday, right? He's been up. It's six thirty in the morning. Mm. The kid has no patience. Mm. Just you know, let your mother sleep. She's a, she's a single mum working hard, but yeah. no, she's got to do she's got to do shift today. But no, that's okay. It's all about me. It's my birthday, so make her a breakfast that's going to give her diabetes and high cholesterol. Oh my god, I, that's uh, what I'm just going to say. I know, they, know they try to ham up the kid factor, but when I saw that, I was getting really angry. I'm like, fucking, why is this kid? What kind of <laughs> stupid kid doesn't know how to pour cereal into a bowl? Then milk, and then he adds sugar to a fucking Fruit Loops or whatever the hell. It was like, are you joking? Three three tablespoons of sugar. And then what I want to know is how does toast. he Ugh. how does he think that's ex- acceptable? So now I'm telling giving him shit. Now I'm giving the mother shit. You call yourself a mother. You should be up at six thirty making <laughs> your kid true. a nutritious breakfast, so he understands that you don't need to put three tablespoons of sugar on freaking Fruit Loops. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> and on the TV we have. Um... There's some TV show that the kid likes. I can't really remember. It's but uh, the good good it, guys TV show. Oh uh, yeah, and it includes Chucky. So you get the you you, you kind of get where this is going. All right. Well, it's it's actually important to note that the cereal was a good guy's cereal. He's wearing good guy's pajamas. He's got good guy's PJ sneakers. It's good guys, good guys, good guys, uh, good what guys. What the fuck are PJ sneakers? That's my next question. <laughs> well, you never know. In the middle of the night, when you got to get up and you got to go for a jog. You have you you got your PJ sneakers, so they're slippers. They're slippers, man. That you wear in bed, but it's just cuter for a kid to go. They're my good guy PJ sneakers instead makes of going. No sense. They're my good guy PJ slippers. Makes no sense. Makes you no don't sense. wear slip. You don't it actually. You don't wear slippers in bed. You got into bed with them because I'm like, what kind of animal <laughs> goes to bed with shoes on? <sighs> Again, shit parenting. <laughs> Um, so she buys the doll for her son because her son wants it um, and she buys it off a peddler they keep referring to he's a bum he's a bum in the back in the back alley, back alley of a store and she buys the doll because it's cheap and she for whatever reason thinks that's a good idea now again I'm not I'm not trying to be elitist in this comment and I'm not trying to I understand single mums and you got to pay rent and the, the fact that the doll came out before she had time to save for it, I get it. I completely get it. But what kind of woman, and no, I wouldn't say woman, sorry. What kind of person, because, you know, men are more stupid than women, we all know that. But what kind of person would go to a bum and pay, I can't remember, whatever she paid, 25 bucks or 40 bucks. 30 bucks. 30 bucks for a, for a doll from a bum. Like... You, a peddler. He's a bum. He's having a shopping cart. He's not clean. He's unshaven. He's a bum. Look, look it's, his, it's her kid's birthday, right? She just has... Well, now she's got to pull a double shift at this place. She, the kid's going to lose out. You know, she yeah, you know what, saw you know an opportunity. She took it. You know what most parents do in that situation? What's they, that? Uh, get the credit card out. And, and buy the, the toy and then work hard to pay the credit card off. We well, see, here's the thing. She's too busy living that extravagant lifestyle in that dope apartment. She can't afford the toys because she's only thinking about herself. Again, shit, another really? shit parenting comment right there. No, I'm just, dude, I'm kidding, man. Fuck. <laughs> God. Maybe that's... Oh, you, you're thinking too far into it, man. This is the 80s. Credit yeah, cards weren't know. a thing. Like- she ran downstairs. She had 50 bucks cash. She's like, but do 30, keep 20, buy McDonald's. Give them a happy meal on the way home. Far uh, out. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a, do- it's a doll. Uh, How much would they cost? Like, 40 bucks? <laughs> like, oh, rigid. 100. Oh, 100. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they said he that. He has a spare hundred in a bank account. Just a spurge Not in the 80s when you're a single mum and your kid eats like four kilos of freaking Fruit Loops every morning with half a tub of margarine. Anyway, it's not like he's buying. she's buying him a video game console that would cost maybe $300. I could understand $300. I could understand $400, but 100 bucks. What do you have then? The Atari 2600 and the Nintendo Entertainment System? Uh, yeah, That's Ness it. was around. Yeah, Nintendo. Ness was around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kid ain't playing. That. He's six years old. Yeah, but we're like, fuck, man. Like, 100 bucks? Anyway, anyway Yeah, but that doll, that doll does everything. It says three complete sentences. It turns yeah, exactly. its head. It blinks. That thing would be like, literally like... Hundred bucks. It's that, all right. In that doll today. That doll today is the equivalent of a freaking iPhone. Mm. Anyway, 
Yeah. So Don't she worry. the doll from the I got your back. And <laughs> she comes back to work at her shift and the boss is like, no, you got to do the night shift. So she gets her friend Maggie to babysit her kid. Um, and the kid gets, Maggie gives the doll to Andy and Andy loves it and he can't believe how lucky he is to have a doll. But this is when we start to see something's up with this fucking doll because she tells him to go to bed and then he's like, Maggie, he, Chucky wants to stay up and watch the nine o'clock news. And she's like, no man, just go to bed. (laughs) So she sends the kids to bed or the doll and the kid to bed and then the doll comes alive Hits her in the face with a hammer, and then she jumps, well, not jumps, but she falls out of a window to her death. Well, here's, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. So, um, you got to put <clears throat> put yourself in the shoes of someone first watching this thing, right? Back in the 80s, that you didn't know anything about Chucky. You don't you don't see the doll doing these things, right? And what is, I got another fun fact for you. Um, originally, this movie, Andy was the killer. Blaming it on the doll. Doll wasn't the killer. Andy was the killer. So in the original film, movie, in the in the original screenplay, oh, original wow. screenplay. Uh, you know what? Can I say one thing? No. That perspective is actually enlightening <laughs> because I have always viewed it knowing that the doll is the killer. Exactly. But if you look at the poster of this film, mm. all it is is an eye, or it looks like a doll's eye, and then the building and lightning, and it has child's play. And you don't actually Correct. know. There's no sort of determination. And just our Maggie falling out a window. Yeah, there's no, there's no reference or inference that there could be the doll. Yeah, that's right. And you are fucking you, blowing my balls off. Nah, you. man. So when I rewatched this yesterday, with the little notice I had, when I rewatched this yesterday, I said to myself, <laughs> "How many times have you seen this though? You didn't need to rewatch uh, it." Though. I, uh, yeah, but it's been at least a year since I've seen it last. Anyway, <laughs> I, I said to myself, "I'm going to rewatch this, and I'm going to I'm going to focus on Andy, and I'm going to look at how they set it up for Andy to be the killer." And that 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 first sequence there, yeah, it's a hundred percent. The doll doesn't move unless Andy moves it. Now you do see the doll appear at the TV, and the TV go on, and that's the first like, oh, maybe the doll is alive. But then the movements and stuff. You, you never see the doll. And then later on, when the police are doing the investigation, right, and they're talking to Andy, and Andy's just, you know, saying he doesn't know what's going on or, you know, he's blaming the doll or whatever, whatever, you know, you, you start thinking, okay, maybe this kid's just got problems. So the original screenplay had Andy as a killer. Then they went, mm, now let's give it let's give it that twist that it's a killer doll. So they wrote in the Charles Lee Ray character, um, they wrote, yeah, so they wrote that in, they wrote in the voodoo stuff. Um, and the, that was the director's idea. So the director, Tom Holland, who also directed Fright Night, which is why I'm guessing he's got, um, what's his name? Chris Sarandon to play Mike Norris. Cause he played the uh, main dude in Fright Night. Um, that, that was his doing. So he decided, all right, let's make the doll the killer. But still the first 40 minutes of this movie, you don't know. And as we're doing the plot synopsis, I'll point out when you start realizing it's the doll if you're watching it for the first time. Anyway, you go, girlfriend. You keep going. That's um, that's some deep knowledge because I really like Fright Night. Fright Night's one of my favorite films. <laughs> so, How good know. is Fright Night, man? Fright Night's amazing. Um, holy Remake shit balls. Shit. Holy shit balls. Um, yeah, fuck. I can't believe that. Um, all right. Well, you're true because you don't really see anything. Um, all you see is a kid, and they kind of dress similarly. Um, so they, the kid Andy, could yeah, you could see that, but the ambiguity of that situation. Um, but my, I guess I don't know. They question. set they set it up too with those PJ sneakers as well, because both Chucky and Andy have similar size feet, and they're both wearing the same shoes with the mm. same um imprint. So in that in the sugar or whatever that she spilt flour. Uh, Flower, you know, just a horrible house guest, but whatever. Um, you know, that's that. That's the other the other setup. Mm. Andy, mm. Andy's also a little creepy too, but anyway. Yeah, he does have that sort of weirdness vibe to him. Um, mm. Yeah, okay, so that's pretty cool. And then, um, so the next morning, oh yeah, so the cops come and they investigate, and uh, one um, there's a coincidence that Mike is on the case, and he says there's some weird footprints. But I'm like, well, how are the footprints be relevant? Because, like, just check the kid's shoes. Like, 
you've had the kid in custody for how long? Just fucking check the kid's shoe. <laughs> He's like, why is this only coming about now? Um, but even that, though, that's not proof of anything. Um, because how do you prove that she, like, the kid pushed her out the window? It's, 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 just, it's like you're not, it's a very loose thread, that, that whole premise. Um, about the shoes, I get why they're saying it now in retrospect because you don't want to create the ambiguity. Was it the kid? Was it the doll? We don't know. Yeah, but he, found, he but he found the hammer, and he was thinking where the hammer was placed, and he's thinking the footprints on the counter. He was thinking that the kid jumped up onto the counter, ran up, surprised Maggie, whacked her in the face, and she fell out the window. Which is what happened. Which is what happened. Yeah, he's a good cop, man. He's a fucking good cop. Hmm. Anyway, so the next day, um, Andy takes Chucky to school and then Chucky tells him to forget that and they skip school and take the L downtown train to um, suss out one of uh, Chucky's old uh, partners um, in Eddie Caputo and they go to this really weird sort of um, deadbeat part of town and they go to a crack house and they see um, Eddie's asleep and Chucky basically turns on the gas um, to the stove to blow up the house. Um, and this is when all the Eddie's... I know this is when Andy's taking a piss outside. I mean, this is completely bizarre. Like, the fact that this kid, six-year-old kid, is walking around with a doll and he's in, like, literally the ghetto and he's just taking a piss in a public toilet. I'm like, this is all blowing my mind. <laughs> wasn't he taking a piss in the public toilet, man. He's just taking a piss around the corner. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, it was around the corner. Um, um, so I'll Eddie be right up. there, Chucky! <laughs> Eddie wakes up because he hears a noise and he bursts through the door and shoots the oven which then closes, causes the home to explode and it kills him And but then Andy's once again deemed a suspect um, because the cops rock up and they find him there with the doll so it's like well how did two people die in the presence of Andy so you're, like, you're thinking well Andy's Andy's clearly something's going on there but and the cool thing about that scene though leading up to it before okay, you go I mean, on you know, is... you know what I've just got a question for you right now yeah alright go for it just cut me off like I cut you off that's alright go <laughs> if, but why would they set up the premise of the ambiguity of who's it the kid or is it the doll when they've done the voodoo shit at the beginning of the film so yeah no yeah that's a, that is a very good question but here's the thing is did the voodoo shit work Hmm. Like I mean, it could have been, it, it could have been, form. it could have been unrelated. It it could have been like it could have been whatever. Clearly, it was a setup to say it did work, but you know, it's still one of those things where you go, all right, that happened at the beginning. That happened at the beginning. Did it work? Didn't it work? You don't know. You when you're first watching this, you you do not know. And this scene here is kind of like, okay, maybe it did work. So Andy throughout. Which, by the way, like, these adults that are on this bus and train or whatever are absolute shits. Like, he's a six-year-old kid riding this thing on his own. Anyway, Andy's whispering to the doll, and he's doing, like, some cheeky stuff, you know. He's he's pretending like Chucky's talking back, and, you know, he's gone yeah, backwards and forwards. You don't actually hear them talking. You don't hear Chucky talking either. You don't actually hear Chucky talking oh, until a really killer scene, which I can't wait till we get to. That's so good. Um... And then he gets to gets to the place and, you know, he puts Chucky on the seat and we do we don't see it. It's in first person, Chucky running. And it cuts between Andy and Chucky, Andy and Chucky. And other than, you know, they do show Chucky turning on the vows and stuff and the clothes are a little bit different. But it still is not confirmed, right? But you get a little bit of okay, I think the doll might be possessed yeah. at this point. Like you start going, Okay, I think think it is so now it's, it's well done it's well done um and this scene here this is when you start going more all right i think andy's in the clear but i'm not 100 percent sure yet i need to have a solid reveal which well, we're because, gonna get to but but doesn't he when he goes to take the piss doesn't the doll run to the house <laughs> yeah but again it's in first person Oh, and it's cutting, right. it's yeah, cutting between, yeah. you know, you could have like a whole M. Night Shyamalan thing where it shows, you know, him talking to the doll and then pretending to be the doll and then running. Like, I could have seen M. Night doing that, you know what I mean? Like, doing like a setup like that. Like, you still, there's no 100% guarantee yet. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, that's, that's fair enough. Um, all right, so tell me what was cool about that shot. What do you mean? 
<laughs> before he said that what's cool about that shot and I cut you off. That was what's cool about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the scene, the scene, not the shot. <laughs> Sorry, the scene. Come on, man, stay with me. Stay with me. I'm going to get my agent. I'm going to get off this bullshit show. Hey, find me a professional podcast. Oh, man, we're not professional. There's one thing we're not, it's professional. All right. Cool. So Andy is then um, goes to a psychiatric hospital, which if I was the mum, again, I would not be like, mm, no, you're not putting my kid in a fucking prison because that's where he goes. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. But it's kind of used to keep the kid away from the doll and to basically drive the plot forward and just park Andy for a bit. So... It basically, yeah, just basically to allow the parent or Karen to realize that the doll's possessed. So, um, she goes to throw the good guy doll box in their garbage, but when she's doing it, the pack of batteries drop out, and that kind of reveals that Chucky has been cruising around and working and saying shit without them. So, Karen's a bit spooked by that, and she basically, um, goes to Chucky and starts shaking and saying, hey, sing, um, sing, um, say something, say something. And then uh, Chucky comes to life and bites Karen on the arm. And then he... Whoa, 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 whoa. You just skipped the whole thing there, man. You well, just skipped... It. So she goes over first. Mm-hmm. She checks the, the batteries in the back. There's no batteries in the back of Chucky. Chucky's head turns completely around and goes... Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? And she drops him and he rolls onto the couch. Then she goes down, checks him, taps him a little bit. He's not moving. So he grabs her. Then he starts going, say something, say something, say something. And then lights a match up in the fireplace, which sets up for later on. Lights the fireplace and then holds Chucky up. Say something or I'll throw you on the fire. And then Chucky the facial expressions turn. He gets his evil face on. So he goes from the soft, kind-hearted, good guy doll to evil Chucky. And he goes, you stupid bitch, you fucking slut. And then like his voice, Brad Dorif, the best. I can't, I can't impersonate it. I should have, but I can't. I'm not going to do it again. Just like goes, ape man. And then like starts attacking her and bites her. That is like the best <laughs> reveal ever. The best killer reveal ever. Ever. When, he, when he says you stupid bitch, you fucking slut, or whatever, I start laughing. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get and look, don't, don't get me wrong. Twenty first century, you shouldn't call women that. But like, <laughs> it's funny. just that, like coming from a doll. It's just like hey, there, you stupid bitches. Like whoa, where did that come from? Because this whole time you just hear, "Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play?" And it's like, oh, so good. Anyway, continue. So yeah, so. That happens. She scamp the doll scampers out of the uh, apartment, and she basically goes to. Oh fuck! Now I can't remember. Um... Now what happens? Then she goes to. The doll um... out of the apartment. She goes after. Goes after. She goes, goes after yeah. him. But then, then she goes uh... back to the cop and says the doll's alive, and the cop's like, "What are you talking about?" She shows him the arm. And the arm's all bruised and it looks like a dog bite. And she says, well, how do you get that? And he goes, oh, the doll bit me. And he's a bit like, hmm. But then she says to me, the cop, oh, look, I'm going to go downtown to find this peddler slash the bum that sold me the doll to try and find out about the doll. And the cop is like, do not go down there at this time of night. It's a bad idea. Regardless, she goes down there. She sees the peddler. The peddler's like, no, no, you're going to have to give me some money. And she's like, oh, I've only got this like 20 bucks or whatever. And he's like, no, no, that's not all you got. And he basically um, pins her down on the burnt-out car bonnet and is about to rape her. And the cop comes and shoots her around off in the air. No, he knees the guy in the dick. The bum goes down on the ground. Um, and then he pulls out a gun and all the other bums run off. And then he says to the bum, like, where'd you get the doll? And he says he got it from the, to- the toy station that burnt... Toy station. The toy store that burnt down at the beginning of the film. So then he starts, the cop starts to piece it together that he was at that um, uh, toy store and he was there when um, Charles Lee Ray died. So he's thinking, well, that's a bit coincidence, um, a bit coincidental. So I don't, mm, he, he's suddenly, he, the wheels are turning, but he doesn't really believe yet. He doesn't really think that this is actually happening. So um, he, uh, he goes back, the cop um, and Karen go separate ways. And the cop um, 
if I was Karen, I wouldn't know how I'd go back to that apartment because I'd just be worried that Chucky would come back. But basically, he goes to the cop goes back to the um, office to get a file on Charlie Ray. Just to I don't know, just to maybe pick up some background context and maybe trying to work out if this is really true. He does get some important information out of that file. He does in the next scene. Um, so he gets the file. He jumps in his car, and in his car, he's just cruising along, and then you see Chucky in the background with an electrical cord wraps it around his neck and starts to strangle the cop. And then we get a sequence, a really cool sequence, when the car's driving down the streets of Chicago, kind of out of control because the guy's in a panic and he keeps pressing the accelerator. Um, And he manages to get the rope out of his neck, but then Chucky starts knifing the back of his chair and he's trying to dodge the knives that come through the chair. And then Chucky goes under his chair and then he starts, the knife comes up around his crotch area and he's trying to obviously not get stabbed in the balls. And the car eventually crashes and flips over and Chucky jumps out and he says, you can't hurt me, you can't hurt me. And the cop starts shooting, um, but he manages to get a shot into Chucky and I think it's his shoulder that he hits. And then Chucky basically runs off. Um, that seems now. a little weird though, because at, I mean, it's, it's a killer sequence, but he gets the cigarette lighter, burns his face. And it's just melted plastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he shoots him, but the the gunshot is what he's more concerned That's about. That's what I was about to say. So, Chucky's a doll, and he he the cigarette he the cop in order to fend off Chucky lights a cigarette lighter in the car. And for those listeners, those millennials listeners, cars used to come with a cigarette lighter, and mm. basically and an was, a, and ashtrays. And ashtrays. There used to be there used to be uh, ashtrays in the passenger seats where the kids would be. It'll be. <laughs> Used to be um, cigarette. There used to be. You almost used to get two cigarette lighters too. So the passenger would have a cigarette lighter, mm. and and the um, obviously the the driver's side would have a cigarette lighter. And the back seat passengers, when we were kids, we used to play with the cigarette lighter. So we mm. would burn each other and burn stuff. So other. Good. Yeah. <laughs> good times. Good times. Um, so the cigarette lighter is. For, I mean, if you watch the film, you know what it is. But basically, it's, it's just a a device to get hot to light a cigarette. So when he applies it to Chucky's face, it melts his face because it's plastic, which makes sense. But then when he shoots him, as what Anthony just literally just said, it actually goes in like a bullet wound and it doesn't blow off his arm or fracture the body. Like it doesn't, it goes in like a bullet wound of a human flesh. So it's a bit bizarre that maybe his body is is sort of forming into a doll. Um, But okay, before we even get there, this film doesn't really understand how cars work. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> so, they drive. Yeah, they drive. But they don't go for... Like, when you hit the accelerator, the car accelerates, right? But the yeah. car doesn't keep accelerating when, when your foot's off the accelerator. And because it's not going downhill, he sit, I don't understand how it's maintaining that out-of-control momentum for the entire sequence. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you know well- what I mean? Uh, I can explain that. It's, so, not like the, it's not like the brakes are cut and it's going downhill. He's literally just driving on a flat uh, street. It's it's a it's a it's a supernatural car chase. It's... And, yeah, it's it's a bit dumb because um, I know people get panicked. He's in. You accidentally hit the accelerator, but um, yeah, you probably if something like that was happening to me, my instinct would be to slam the brake as opposed to slam the accelerator. Yeah, uh, my instinct would just be, you know, just not get into that situation to begin with. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> no, it, it, yeah. It, whatever, it happens. So the cop gets injured. Still cool. Chucky gets injured. Okay, so um, Chucky goes to visit a guy called John Bishop, and Bishop is a voodoo instructor. And he's the one that told Charles how to... Con- to, how to do voodoo, pretty much. He's a voodoo practitioner level 10. There you go. Um, you don't get any of that in the film, though, right? He doesn't ever say I'm a voodoo, pra- voodoo practitioner level 10, right? No, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm the voodoo practitioner stuff I just made up. 
that's the comedy of the pod this is what attracts the the <laughs> listening crowd back every time i'm on man that's why I'm, that went over my head that's I just thought, um, Mr. You, know, you know you've seen every one of these films and i just assumed that yeah, that's worry, that's we'll get it we'll get into that too that's, but yes no <laughs> something that's retrospectively been added like in film eight you know what i mean you know what i you know what i really wish it did get added in film eight but i'll tell you later on but anyway he yes he sees the voodoo practitioner yeah and uh, the the guy who taught him everything he knows um and um cool so where was yeah and the guy's like what's going on Chucky goes what's going on with me like I got shot and this really hurts why why does it hurt I'm I'm a fucking doll now and Bishop is like well you're pretty much turning into um a human and it says the more you stay in the human, sorry, the more you stay in the doll, the more human the doll will become, and then eventually the doll will just be, he'll just literally become a little tiny human. Like that's just how it will work. So, in order to get out of that, he then has to do the voodoo um, chant again into another life, in order to basically transform his body or his essence into another being, to prevent him from being stuck in the in the doll form. So. He doesn't know how to do that though, um, but the bishop refuses to help. But then Chucky rips out a, a voodoo doll, and he begins torturing the voodoo doll. And then so he breaks the voodoo doll's leg, and John's leg breaks, and he breaks his arm. Then John's um, arm breaks. Um, and then that's when the then John, oh, the bishop, so reveals the solution that he has to transfer his soul into the first human he told he was alive, which happens to be Andy. And by doing that, he'll take over Andy's body, and then he'll be six years old again. But then he'll get to grow up into another human. Um, so Chucky then stabs the doll, uh, which kills the bishop. Um, and you then get, then you realize, well, then Chucky has to go chase Andy down to then convert into Andy's body. Um, Mike and Karen rock up to the scene and see Bishop dying. Um, but then before Bishop can die, John tells him that Chucky is a doll, but his heart is fully human at this point and he's vulnerable to being killed. So, um, the cop and Karen are fully on board. Um, they basically realize that Andy's vulnerable, so they go to the mental asylum to find Andy. Uh, meanwhile, Andy tries to escape the facility, um, and he runs into a surgery room, but then before he can do that... Um, Chuck I, just want, I just want to say something real yeah, quick. Mate. It's the middle of winter, right? It, uh, you know, because uh, he's, ru- he's all rugged up, there was snow. Yeah, I guess you so, know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the middle of winter... This mental asylum, right? The windows that lead outside have no glass. It's a fucking prison. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, I would it's not just, send it's my just kid there. bars. It's just bars. Like, Chucky fits through the bars. Like, I don't. I don't like, what? You, you can't have a proper window. <laughs> it's it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's horrible. What a horrible like mother. A, <laughs> it's basically a. a... It's it's basically it's just yeah it's just uh, budget restraints on a movie but and also to practically get the doll into the facility they you know yeah. oh let's just get rid of the glass no one's going to notice this in twenty whatever years time thirty years time far out it's, it's crazy gross. it's fucking gross um and basically um it's a pretty interesting premise though but I mean it comes to the conclusion comes or the plot sort of comes to the the pinnacle or the focal point of the movie is that um, Andy runs home and Chucky follows him home and Karen and the cop are like, um, they go to the facility and they're like, well, where's Andy? And it's like, well, obviously, if he's not here, he must be trying to get home. But I'm like, how does a six-year-old know how to get home from a fucking mental facility? Did you know how to... If you were in the... If I left six-year-old Ant in the middle of town... Would you know how to get home? Bro, if you left six-year-old Ant across the street, he wouldn't know how to get home. <laughs> That's what I mean. What the <laughs> fuck? That's my next question. I'm like, this doesn't... It, it's... It, it, what would have made more sense if they got Andy and then they baited him into getting somehow so that then they captured Chucky. Now, that would make more sense than what happens. But, but you yeah, know that, what, man? You know what? You wanted your short run time. It was, where would Andy go? If I told him he's got any problems, he would go home. Next scene. He's home. 
You want your short run time. Yeah, sometimes you got to. Sometimes you just got to accept it, man. That's a good point. He, you know, he hailed a taxi. He paid for the taxi with whatever money was in his pocket. No, seriously, how the hell did he get home? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like, <laughs> how do you run home as well? I assume that's some distance that kid run. It must like, just be next door, man. Everything in Chicago must be really close. You've got you got a huge city. Chicago is like the third biggest city in America. No, apparently, according to this, this is a small country town with a mental asylum right next door to your house. No idea. I don't know. No idea how he operated the lift. No idea how he did anything. But so the kid gets home, no problems. All right, fine. Um, and then he, um, the the cop and Karen come back, and Chucky um manages to knock Andy unconscious, and he starts to prepare. Prepare. Oh my god, I can't even speak anymore. I'm having a stroke. Prepare Andy to possess him. Um, but Karen and the cop arrive just in time to stop the process. Um. Chucky um, assaults Mike with a baseball bat. Um, but then Karen sort of jumps in, and there's a you know a bit of a tussle, and and he, um, I think he gets tossed into the fireplace, and then Andy chucks in a match, and Chucky starts to get burnt, and then the, oh they all leave the room to go help Mike, um, but Chucky gets out of the fireplace, and he chases Andy. And then Karen um, basically shoots Chucky with a gun and it's presumed that he's dead. But then when the cop's partner rocks up to the scene of the crime or the scene, um, he picks up the doll and the doll starts strangling him. <laughs> and, then it's, and then basically um, when he's strangling him, um, Chucky's then shot in the heart and finally killed. So I guess they had to do that to maybe get another witness or testament that the that the cop's partner saw Chucky alive. But it's a bit of over-the-top ending, but I loved it. Um, as the ambience alive, um, Mike and Karen and you know, the cop and everyone's taken outside. And then Andy's staring at the Chucky's battered corpse. Uh, and that's it. Close the door, close the lights, and that's it. Movie over. Perfect. 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 And, and intended to be a one and done. And really? intended, yeah, that's why they put lore in that you've got to destroy the heart, and that's why they actually killed Chucky. Right. Yeah. All right. So, if I had to give this a rating, listeners, I would say this is worth a watch. Not really scary at all in the slightest. There are a few jumps. There's a, like when Maggie's about to die. There's a I think a, a jump scare with a phone, like it's dead silent and the phone rings and she gets a bit of a startle. Um. But other than that, there's not really that many jump scares. But it's it's visually really cool. Like the doll um, um, animatronics are phenomenal for the time. Um, Chucky's funny as fuck. <laughs> He's hilarious. Um, the the acting is sincere and it's pretty decent. Like it's not it's not the cheesy sort of usual shit you get from this horror genre. It's actually quite well done. Um, everyone's invested. Everyone's giving a hundred percent. Shout out! Probably... Shout, shout out to Brad Dorif, man. Um, who's the who plays um Karen? Uh Catherine Hicks. Yeah, she's been in something else, I think, I'm pretty sure. Um, um I'm pretty sure. Sure. Now. Yeah, she's I in heaps of stuff. Oh, she's I don't know a, what she was. She was in um that TV show that was hell popular. Uh, uh the seventh, seventh heaven. Seven, yeah, seventh guy. Yeah. Seventh heaven. Um, yeah. But she was in like a lot of movies. Oh, she was in Child's Play 2. All right, before we get to the sequels, we won't get, we won't go crazy. But. She wasn't in Child's Play 2, but anyway. Um, well, she's credited, mate, so but take she it wasn't. up to Wikipedia. <laughs> um, Must have been a photo. Um, oh, that's Star Trek. No shit. The Voyage Home. Mm. Okay, sorry. Oh, credited. I digress. Anyway, go on. <laughs> sorry. Peggy Sue got married. Okay, yeah. Okay, so anyway, I digress. I digress. I would strongly recommend anyone watch this film. Um, I can't speak to the sequels. I have no idea if the sequels are any good, but this is before it went over the top with the camp, and it's actually te- it, it's a fine balancing act between seriousness, silliness, fun, action, horror, and I would yeah I would give this fucking ten out of ten, hundred out of a hundred, five out of five, two thumbs up. Strong recommendation to watch. Anth, what's your recommendation? Yeah, it's all right. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, look, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, this is this is this is what horror films in the eighties um, set out to be. Mm-hmm. You know, they they set out to be iconic. They set out to be um, a cheap 
to make, um, but leave you remembering something. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm in Elm Street. You remembered Freddy's burnt face and the crazy crap that went down. Um, Friday the 13th, you remember the camp counselors getting naked and Kevin Bacon getting stabbed and then the hockey mask eventually. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you remember a chainsaw and Leatherface. This one had, this one didn't do, you know, a bulking killer on a rampage. Um, this one did, a, you know, a, a human possessing a doll. Um, and it became iconic. And, and what I like about this is, mm-hmm. you know, Chucky talks. Chucky isn't just a dumb killer. You know, he, he isn't just killing everybody for the sake of killing everybody. He, he has a reason for mm-hmm. doing what he does. And he... He's a bit um, to what he's doing. He kill, his first kill yeah. is, is Maggie. I guess, yep. he, I don't know, he killed her because she told him to get an event. And I guess he didn't like that. <laughs> but the second kill is the, um, his ex-partner or whatever. And then the third kill, he's trying to obviously kill Karen and, and the cop to, to so he can get the the body of Andy. So I think I think he might Andy. have even tried to set Andy up so he could get out of that house. Yeah, true. Yeah, I do you know so. what I mean? Yeah. Like I think I think uh, he was um he did what he yeah he killed Maggie, set Andy up, and then Andy you know gets locked up and then he disappears, kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's quite true. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is that it's a realistic. It's a realistic movie, which is really funny because it's about a voodoo doll. But what I mean is, it's a realistic setting, and Chucky, like, it doesn't really take you out of that setting. Like, you don't go into some weird fantasy dream world. You, you know, you, you're in it. You're in the heart of Chicago, or whatever, with the peddlers and whatever. It's just there's a movie where you can accept the fact that a three foot tall voodoo doll is walking around killing people. Do you know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I where does this sit the child's play sort of um, series in terms of the horror genre? Is it well respected? Is it kind of looked down upon? Um, yeah. Look, it's it's well respected, and it was actually unique in that it was still going up until two thousand seventeen. And I mean, the, yeah. I'm not in, I'm not including the remake here. Um, because yep, yep. the remake is coming out this year. Yeah. Um, but the last sequel for this original movie um, came out in 2017. Um, and it's had its ups and downs. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, it's had a couple ups and downs. But um, it's one of those films that kept adapting. Yeah. For the times. So. Well. Um, and we, yeah. So you you know you like you compare this to say uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and Jason Friday mm-hmm. the Thirteenth. So I don't know how many Friday the Thirteenth there are. I can't really remember anymore. Um, but does it eventually? Does it do like all like how those genre like how those um, franchises go from originally the first one's really good, the second one's okay, third one's terrible, and then then they just start cashing in because I remember. <laughs> So I've never really seen the first one, but I think I've seen mm. parts of two, and mm. I've seen Bride of Chucky, which was literally a comedy. Haven't yes. seen Seed of Chucky, haven't seen Curse of Chucky, and I haven't seen The Cult of Chucky. Mm-hmm. So, so does it go camp and stupid? Like, how does this work out? Is it like all the okay. others? Yep. So the thing that happened to A Nightmare on Elm Street is it got camp and stale. Um, so it was the same shit over and over again. Um, but then Freddie just got campier and campier and then eventually it just became over the top. But the, the thing was it didn't, it didn't change. It, it just, it didn't adapt to the modern times. And in fact, it was probably when Wes Craven did new nightmare, it was actually probably too advanced for modern times, um, at that time. Um, Friday the 13th was the same shit over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And that's what happened to that. Um, with this, the sequels weren't pumped out that originally the first three were pumped out pretty much back to back. Um, but then what happened is that you had three movies essentially that were the same. So you had Charles play, Charles play two, Charles play three, even though the settings were different, you pretty much had the exact same story repeated three times. Um, Don Mancini has wrote every Charles Play movie other than the remake um, and directed, I think, the last three. Um, and one of the That's worst, That's never actually. a good sign when the writer directs. 
Just no, like, well, yeah, well, that's when the series had, did take a dive, but then it came back and then took another dive. But all right, okay, so let's run through just very briefly. Yeah, just we'll do the run through because it's easier. Yeah, go for it. So, right, number, right. so I think number one's the best I've only ever seen. No, no, number one, number one is the best. So yeah. it often gets, it often it goes number one and number two. People are like they're they're the best. They they either they either go two or one, um, and then so so number one is the best. Number two is is pretty good as well. Um, it's missing, it's missing a lot of the characters from the first movie. It still has Andy, same same actor, d- different setting. Um, does bring in some new characters that are pretty good, but it's missing some Is of that the same charm. Characters are different. Uh, Andy and Andy's the only returning character uh, other than Chucky. All right, so obviously you got Chucky through every movie, um, but Andy's the only returning ca- character, and he and he's the same actor. Um, and it's missing. It it is missing some of the charm that the other actors brought in. That's the only thing. But other than that, it's a very entertaining sequel. Um, it's probably not too far off from the first one in regards to quality. Um, I think you, you'll probably be fairly entertained because it's it's a lot more crazy. Like there's a lot more Chucky just being Chucky because um, obviously now you know Chucky's the killer doll, um, and it's pretty good. Part three is set in a military camp, so. It, these movies pretty much came out back to back, like a year after kind of thing. Um, but they made Andy a little bit older, so they got a new actor to play him. They put him into a military camp. Um, sorry, the previous movie he was um, in a foster home, and then this one he's in a military camp. Um, the way Chucky comes back every time is so stupid as well. He just gets rebuilt, like by the toy company, because they want to keep, they want to show that good guy dolls are okay and not killer dolls, right? But then they keep rebuilding Chucky, and he his soul is still in the mix. It's weird. Anyway, part three comes out. Um, Chucky pretty much goes into uh, <laughs> full metal mayhem. Um, starts knocking off sergeants here, people here. Um, it's it's fairly entertaining at times, but it is boring and as well. If you know what I mean, it's like a bit of, it's the same old crap, mm-hmm. and it's a bit. Uh, and that's when all of a sudden the mo- the the series was pretty much dead in the water. It's like, all right, that's that's it. That's all we can do. They killed Chucky off definitively. He pretty much got diced up again. Definitively, every movie dies definitively, but this time <laughs> it was like for real. Um, and it's like, okay, so when did that, that movie- third one come out. That came out like when I like it was like early. I think nineteen ninety. Like these movies right. were pretty much one after the other, after the other. Um, yeah. So yeah, so it it. It just didn't. Uh, I'm bringing up Charles Play Three. Yeah, 1991. So okay. yeah, they're pretty much bang. That's Charles Play Three. So pretty much bang, bang, bang. Um, then nothing for about seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they brought Chucky back, but this time they did Bride of Chucky. So that was Don- hilarious when I watched. That. I actually liked that film. Yeah, well, Don. Don Mancini wrote it. Now this is when Don Mancini mm-hmm. decided that every Chucky movie that he would be involved in. Um, would be something different, right? Mm-hmm. So, Bride of Chucky, full-on comedy, they give him another character, they change some of the lore, and that movie did really well. Um, and it's it's well-received. So, it normally goes one, two, Bride of Chucky. They're the three favorites. Um, oh, Curse of Chucky's up there too now, but we'll get into that. They're the three favorites. Um, Sorry, one, and- two, and Bride of Chucky are the favorites. Yeah, yeah, uh, and Cur- Curse of Chucky is in that conversation as well, which I'll get into. But um, they're they're the favourites, all right? Yeah. They're the original favourites, anyway. Um, Bride of Chucky, yeah, entertaining. It's it's all about Chucky. Chucky is now in the simple life, like he, you know, he's talking about relationships and stuff. He's trying to build a family. You know, it, it's it's no longer horror. It's about it's just about this killer doll and and his missus. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, there's some side yeah, characters yeah. that you don't really funny. care it about. It's actually really funny, and it was funny, yeah. right? But it, it's clearly it's just about Chucky now. Hence the name, Bride of Chucky. When he's when he's having sex, they're having sex. And it's like this is so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Wait, have you got a rubber? I'm a hundred percent rubber. I thought <laughs> so you were dumb. plastic. Kiss me. Anyway, um, then uh, see. <laughs> okay, so seed of Chucky, seed of Chucky. I apologize. Oh my god. Um, the so this one here is written and directed by Don Mancini. So this is when Don Mancini took full control. Um, 
And Cedar Chucky is known as the worst in the entire franchise. Um, it starts off with um, semen making its way to an egg. I'm not even. I'm not joking right now. That's for realsies. Yeah, right. um, yeah 3D semen. Um, oh, Jesus. CGI semen making its way to an egg. It, uh, it. This one gets real meta as well. So this is like right after Scream Three and you know all that shit. So this is like a. It's like a film within a film. So mm. somebody is making a movie about the. The Charles Play murders, the Chucky murders. They've got mm-hmm. Chucky and Tiffany dolls. Um, their kid from the previous movie that they gave birth to at the very end um, is watching it. He's in England for some reason now um, as a puppet for a show. Um, he finds them, goes back, goes to America, um, uses his uh, Voodoo for Dummies handbook um, that Tiffany also used in the other movie. So now you mm-hmm. go from proper you know, Voodoo to Voodoo for Dummies. It's mm-hmm. just like whatever. Um, brings them back to life. Um, they go on their rampage and they're just uh, so Tiffany is played by um, oh man come on come on dude I know this far out Tiffany is played by oh, um, <sighs> what's her name oh I know who you're talking about um, yeah I, Tilly? I knew, Jennifer Tilly Jennifer Tilly Jennifer yeah. Tilly I, I needed to, anyway she's played by her anyway so she plays herself in Cedar Chucky and she plays Tiffany so Jennifer Tilly is um, trying to recover from Bound. She wants to recreate a new image for herself. Um, there's a lot of self-references in there of her being fat or a slut. Um, and that's not even a joke. That's for realsies. So Redman the rapper playing himself. Yes, Redman is doing a movie about the Virgin Mary. This is this is for reals. So, yeah, tiff, tiff, so Jennifer Tilly goes... Um, yeah, I want to be in that movie. So she um, tries to give Redman a blowjob, but that's when Chucky and Tiffany knock him out, um, impregnate Jennifer Tilly with Chucky's semen. There's a scene of Chucky jacking off to a Fangoria magazine. Um, this is this is real real. So then that way, um, their son or daughter, because he doesn't know if he's a boy or a girl, he goes by Glenn or Glenda. Glenda's crazy. Glenn loves peace. And butterflies. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, this is getting real weird. Real no, but quick, Glenn and right? Glenda, that's that's a reference to another movie. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. Fuck, I can't remember. The, I, I, it's an old movie, like a black and white one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know what you're on about. Yeah, yeah. you're you're hundred percent right. Yeah. 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 You're hundred percent right. The split personality thing. Um. So. So the idea is that Chucky would possess Red Man. Um. Jennifer. Uh, uh, Tiffany would possess Jennifer Tilly. And Glenn Glenda would possess the baby that comes out um, of of uh, Tilly, and you might say, "Well, they have to wait nine months. Why they knock him out then?" No, it's a supernatural pregnancy, um, so it only goes for like a day, and then she's giving birth the next day. Um, but uh, Tiffany gets pissed off and kills Redman, uh, so they get the chauffeur that drives Jennifer Tilly around. Long story short, Chucky's like, "Fuck this." I love being a killer doll. He like has a breakdown because he hears babies crying. He's got his uh, he's got his wife whinging at him that he can't kill anymore. He's got to set an example, and so he just goes, "I'm Chucky the killer doll. I don't want to be a human." And uh, then they get to a massive brawl. Chucky supposedly gets killed by the son. Jennifer Tilly gets possessed by Tiffany. Uh, by yeah, Tiffany. I don't know. They she has twins. Glenn transfers his soul into both twins because it's Glenn and Glenda. And so now Tiffany's Jennifer Tilly. And that's how that movie ends with just you you finish watching it and you go, what just happened to me? What just happened? That just happened. All right, so that's Seed of Chucky. Sounds so, incredibly stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. All right, so that's Cedar Chucky. Okay, then nothing happened. 2004, nothing happened for almost 10 years. Nine years come by, and Don Mancini reveals that he's got a new movie coming out called Curse of Chucky. It's going video on demand. And it's meant to be, uh, everyone's thinking it's going to be a reboot, right? Like he's going to bring it back to form. He's saying it's going to bring it back to form, rah, rah, rah. He thinks it's going to reboot his own series. He ends up doing a direct sequel to Seed of Chucky. 
Um, and it's it's not bad. It's actually pretty good. It is a lot lower budget. Um, it stars Fiona Dorif, who's Brad Dorif's daughter. She's a really, really good actress, actually, but she looks a lot like Brad. It's weird. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was a really good back-to-basics horror film. Um, they, you know, didn't reveal Chucky till, you know, maybe 40 minutes in, similar to the first one. Um, there was some time where they used CGI instead of a little person, and that was a bit meh. But other than that, it was it was all right. It was it was good. There was a mm. lot of padding in it though. The movie could have been shorter. Mm. Um, but it, other than that, it was a good, decent horror film. So the idea is that um, Chucky has been remade by um, Jennifer Tilly, who is now possessed by Tiffany, sends him out to right a wrong from his past, which is he's he had history with his family that he's going to he kills the mother and then the daughter Fiona Dorf who is in a wheelchair um, has the rest of her family come down um, and then he starts killing them off because he's got beef history with the family so they, they add a bit more to the law which worked out fine um, and then it ends up with Fiona um, uh, it ends up with oh geez what was her name Mika I think her, the main character's name was Mika right, so but it goes more serious though yeah it goes more serious point. but it ends up with the character Mika um, being framed for the murders okay so it goes more serious everything's cool cool sequel there's going to be a sequel following it up Andy Barkley the kid who plays Andy the actor actually comes back at the end for a cameo mm-hmm. and you're like oh sweet he's going to be in the sequel it's all good then the sequel comes Cold of Chucky 2017 no bueno <sighs> If you thought Cedar Chucky was freaking weird, pretty ask much. Me a question. Yeah, ask me a question. Why do you I do have, this? You have that on DVD, don't you? I've got them all on DVD. You can't just have one. You got to have them all. So the cult of Chucky is good. No, because I'm confused now. Sorry, no. So, so we're up to so. Okay, let's just recap because we because I'm I'm a bit lost now, but. One's good, two's good, three's shit. Cedar Chucky's good, but it's a different genre. Sorry, a Bride of Chucky's good, but it's a different genre. Cedar Tru- Seed of Chucky is terrible. Curse of Chucky goes back to the horror sort of roots. Yeah, and it's good. Yep. And it's good. Cold of Chucky, the latest one that came out in 2017, is... Dirt, shit, horrible. Uh, I like... Yeah. No. Hmm. Just no. So it's, not, it's not even horror. It's not even comedy. What is I, it? I, it, it goes it goes back to the crazy shit of seed of chucky right? Yeah, right it goes it goes back to the crazy shit pretty much what it is is now um mika fiona dorif she's in a mental hospital she was blamed for the murders and she claimed mental health because she was saying you know that it's it's chucky it's chucky it's chucky mm-hmm. um the doctor who was also a rapist you know because you can't have a doctor in these things that aren't rapists um you know convinces her otherwise um and then all of a sudden, Chucky gets posted out to this mental hospital. But what they don't, but at the same time, Andy Barkley is torturing the original Chucky doll. And then the original Chucky doll actually reveals that he has a new level of voodoo where he can actually possess multiple things at once. So instead of possessing, I don't know, mm. useful things, he just keeps possessing good guy dolls. So he actually sends multiple good guy dolls to this hospital with the end intention that he will possess Mika and, and become, um, become, you know, become her. Um, so they go to this multiple Chuckies are in this mental hospital, mm-hmm. stirring shit up. It just goes over the top gore, over the top stupidity. Um, there's a random sex scene, which doesn't need to be there. Um, there's other random bullshit scenes i've tried to erase this movie from my memory i don't even know why i have it on dvd but i do and yeah it just actually i've got it on blu-ray because it's a, oh, it, was, Jesus. It, it was it was cheaper than dvd for some Sweet reason fancy moses yeah i know right um and it's just like i just <sighs> anyway at the end they possess she uh chucky possesses um Mika, Mika, all of a sudden her legs are healed and stronger than ever. She goes to Jennifer Tilly. Um, they make out. 
Andy Barkley gets locked up in the <laughs> insane asylum for some reason. Um, and then they drive off with both dolls in the um, back seat. And, um, and then they set up a sequel with a returning character from part two, Kyle, um, who played Andy's foster sister, come back and torture the original Chucky. But that sequel didn't go anywhere because at that point they were like, listen, Don, you, you seem to have moments of brilliance, but you also have a lot of moments of shit. And uh, we're just going to we're going to read the garbage. Don't we're going to read everything because we're going from <laughs> we're going over a bit of an hour, so we'll just quickly wrap this up. So yeah. there's a remake uh, of the first film coming out later this year in June. So we'll definitely go check that out. Um, I'm Scott Mark Hamill voicing Chucky the doll. That should be good. That so be I'm good. really excited to, for that. Um, it's pretty interesting that they decided to reboot it um, after two, 2017's failure of uh, Cult of Chucky, but I guess. Don isn't really involved in this sort of project anymore. It's being taken out of his hands and it's new, entirely new sort of um, film. Um, yeah. So we'll definitely check this out. So this is kind of like a prelude to that. Um, and I, I think overall, yeah, this is probably... I probably would never see like any of the any of the others, but I've, I, might, I might watch the first one again because I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, as always, listeners, uh, you can find us on Twitter at... FMMR pod uh, on SoundCloud on iTunes and Stitcher and uh, Podcast Addict. Um, Anth, thanks for joining me. No worries, mate. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for dropping your knowledge. You. Yeah. Um, and until next week, listeners, bye.